Kumbaya, brother. <laughs> Jesus. I can hear him 8,000 miles away. That's a good report. Everyday silence your phones. Holy Ghost. Jesus. You know the demon is always annoyed by a person pressing into holiness? You think that's going to change? If there is any respectability in you towards anything other than the Holy Ghost, you will come into contract with the demon spirit. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. What does that mean? You can't care what other lords, what other kings, what other gods, what other nations think. You can't care. If you care, you will bow to them. Truth anyhow. People-pleasing and respectability is the vanguard of Satan's armies. Truth anyhow. Now, there's a lot of bondage and we're not here to beat up the dead. We're here to raise the dead. This is not a punching bag. This is a raise you from the dead, new wine of the divine kind, making your faces shine, bag of Holy Ghost Kool-Aid, spiked with Jesus Christ. Maybe a little strychnine. And a very non-alcoholic, sober, <laughs> Very religious, wonderful time of Torah learning to get you out of your false freedom, Babylonian, chasing after what's cool in Babylon the Great, just so they won't reject your Jesus. And you drink the kosher grape juice. Amen. Amen. Some of you might need to put down the Kool-Aid and pick up the non-alcoholic sobriety. Very, I'm a very religious person. That's what I told. There's a man came up to me in the gym today after I finished. And he said, I just want to apologize for something online. You know, my brother, I don't know who this man is. I don't know who his brother is. And I'm trying to think, you know, in case there was some kind of offense toward me, and I'm thinking, well, this is an interesting encounter. I'm going to see how this plays out. And, uh, you know... <laughs> He was just, his brother was worried that he had offended me or something like that. And I'm trying to think, I don't recall having, I mean, you know, I said, I have, you know, I live pretty much a hermit lifestyle. I'm very much, you know, work. I go to the gym, I'm doing my business, I, I work. You know, I pass through these spaces to use the amenities, but it's very much, you know, we're very focused on our work right now. So, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, I might see people here and there as I pass through, but I'm sorry, I don't know. As is written, sir, I do not know the man. I do not know the man. <laughs> and uh, so, and yeah. the cock crowed thrice. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> so I look at this man, and it, you know, I'm wondering what's going on. There's all this apology over something. I'm not even sure or where you know what's going on here. But someone feels convicted right now, so I'm going to see this through and just listen. And I explain to him, you know, sir, I am. I'm a very religious person. <laughs> mm, oh, so he was trying to hit on you or something? No, he's trying to apologize for his brother. But you didn't even know his brother. 
Apparently, there was a need for an apology. So, yeah, it was that sneaky dog move. Yeah. yeah. Somebody tell her he was hitting on her. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I go on to explain I'm a very religious person and just how religious I am. And uh, that I basically live like a nun. Mm. And uh, my husband and I are working on our this charity. You know, we just finished this for the orphans. And it was just, it was such an interesting encounter. It was something very strange on Sapphire Stones. Mm. How did he react to the husband part? Just very normally. Mm. There was no, he didn't run away or anything. But he sat there and listened to Very skilled pervert. Very skilled pervert. <laughs> Yeah, we have some of those that run around, but this encounter was a little different than that. But um, it was it was interesting that <laughs> there was some kind of a need for forgiveness in his family. Uh, there, there was something, and I, you know, people say, you know, you know how the nefesh is. People go around saying dumb things, and the only thing afterwards that could come to mind was the Holy Spirit highlighted one incident. They had um, a free barbecue. Hey, do you guys remember that when I was texting? Uh, the Minneapolis group, I was like, oh, what I wouldn't give for some good barbecue right now. Just like, you know, burger. I was thinking burger. I was thinking bratwurst. It was like the next day or within those next few days, literally they hired a professional, the place where I live hired a professional company to make the highest quality, just like the best burgers, brats. They had everything, side dishes. And I was like, you know, I was in the midst of my tour site. I'm so serious. I'm like, I won't even abandon it for the barbecue unless I have angelic authorization. I know that's putting a, a damper maybe on your freedom. I do whatever I want. But I really mm -hmm. only like to do whatever the angels are interested in doing. If my nefesh is craving, and you guys know you're my witnesses, how bad I wanted barbecue. You guys understand. You, you saw the messages. I was ready to, I was about ready to have some barbecue no matter what. But that's the discipline on the sapphire stones. I was like, oh, well, are we going to this thing or not? Is this an angelic appointment or is this a demonic appointment? Right? Everything in my entire life is, is it, do the angel, are my angels uh, put this on the schedule? Do the angels put this on the schedule or not? Well, my freedom, what I want to do, I'm not interested in that. You live, you're living your life how you want to live. I'm choosing to live. Did he steal my the last life. burger? No, there would have been there would have been bloodshed. <laughs> we apologize. Eye I took for Here comes the Ferris. I would be like, excuse me, sir. That's my burger, and you are now a witch who is about to die. No, I'm just kidding. We're not that serious around here. It's okay. We it's good to make the nefesh uncomfortable. Uh, but I go up there. Everyone, everything's great. There was just one incident. I can't. It was the dumbest thing I think I'd ever heard anyone say. I don't even know what it was. It was just some kind of a nefesh phrase that you have to pull out of some kind of interesting realm of Gehenna. And I was like, is this even, are you, are you speaking words to me? Or, you know, are you barking? What is this? So I just go on, you know, about my Torah study and have my, enjoy my, you know, burger. Everyone there on staff is you know, treating me so wonderfully, making sure I have everything I need, and then I have a good time. Like, oh, this is really nice. Bring my Torah, Torah study with me, and just like the greatest revelation, the depths and the heights of sapphire stones. 
and the mysteries are unveiling and I'm going into the visions on the sapphire stones. And so that was the barbecue and it was just amazing. Highest quality, fresh. I was so satisfied. It was amazing. But that was the only one incident I could think of. And when uh, the Holy Spirit reminded me of that, we just released forgiveness. Um, but you're in Babylon the Great. And, you know, forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. It is so messy and full of sin in Babylon the Great. And these people have not seen the great light of the Son of Righteousness. They cannot fathom the great darkness that they're in. Some of them, every once in a while, they might get a little inkling of, okay, maybe something has gone wrong with my extremely dark, crazy family member. <laughs> but the majority of people have no clue how bad it is. They're literally living under the clip-off of Satan and their day-to-day -day lives. And what are they in need of? The light of the Son of Righteousness, the Gospel of Jesus Christ in cosmic righteousness to set free the captives. Is everyone gonna agree with the message? Is everyone gonna receive Jesus? No. But this army, this company, is rising up. What is the main thing in the way of people just living in darkness and then coming to the knowledge of the glory Christ within them, the hope of receiving Christ within them to realize the glory. What's in the way? Religion. Oh, you could say, oh, well, if I get into rebellion and I have all this kind of freedom, I can show how cool my Jesus is. That's not how it works. The only thing you have... Cool Jesus is Satan, too. Yep. The only thing that is the antithesis to the clip-off in all religion and rebellion, because all religion and gradients of rebellion, it's all just gray matter, black and white, knowledge of good and evil, trying this, trying this, all these different forms, unless you have cosmic righteousness, nothing is going to work. You'll still be under the canopy of Satan until you begin to walk on sapphire stones of cosmic righteousness. Cosmic Jesus, inside-minded. Yep. Christ Amen. of the cosmos. That's the whole book of Colossians, if you read the Bible. Christ of the cosmos, inside-minded. That's what the whole book of Colossians is about. So, if you're God inside-minded, you're circumcising your sapphire Amen. stones. What does it mean to circumcise sapphire stones? It means to remove the dust of the earth and shine like the stars of the heaven. Daniel 12, it is written. It requires actions, which are the righteous acts of the saints, turned into actual, literal, clothing, white linen garments. Anyone not wearing white linen garments was thrown out of the marriage feast into hell where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth forever. It is written. I'm speaking to you like this because the Word of God is a hammer. And we're hammering some houses. 
We're putting some houses together mm-hmm. and we're demolishing a lot. A lot needs to be demolished and some needs to be built up tonight. So there will be nails. There mm-hmm. will be wood that doesn't decay and there will be wood that burns. So as the word of God goes forth and nails you to the tree of Jesus, which is called the cosmic sapphire stone tree of life, celestial Jerusalem, every other thing in you that is not crucified with Christ, that is rebellious towards Jesus Christ, will die. Now that's the strict nine of the Kool-Aid from earlier, Mm -hmm. just so you know how accurate the prophetic actually is. So that everything that is not from God may perish. Jesus Christ spoke of the weeping and the gnashing of the teeth often. It wasn't a rare part of his gospel. If you ever read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and if you read it in the glory, it is a common reoccurring thing. Oh, that's doom and gloom. Give me my Sunday morning band-aids. Give me a hug, bro. Give me a hug, bro. We don't need this. No, bro. You need to get on the altar in the wash basin because you're a Mm -hmm. sick animal. You're a sick animal. And you're in denial. And that denial, that self-righteous religious spirit in you people is why you're still Mm -hmm. cursed and delusional in your own Mm -hmm. foreheads. Mm -hmm. That's the beast. What's the beast? It's the sorcery of the fallen angels you eat from and stay confused, ever hearing, but never understanding. I've seen it continuously. Now, it's a choice. You say, well, I just don't have the gift. No, understanding is a choice to do the works of God and wear white linen. Your actions tell us who your God is. Mm -hmm. Your mouth, the Bible says, what does it say in James? The tongue is the rudder of hell set on the very course of Satan and Lucifer. Right? That's exactly what it says. Set on the course of Jezebel, Lilith, Satan, Samael, every blasphemous antichrist, fallen angel in the kingdom of hell, the tongue is set on, it is written. Hell, that's the whole kingdom of fallen angels. Who can tame it? We've tamed every beast, it is written, but no one has ever tamed the tongue. Isn't that the truth anyhow? No, you're a liar. You're a liar because there's no taming of the tongue. That's why it's written. There is a killing of the beast altogether with sapphire stone fire, which is your altar, which is why so few are even here. You might be here physically, even fewer are here spiritually. Truth anyhow. God wants your hearts on an altar of seraphim fire like Uriel the lion to devour your hearts in to the supernal life of Jesus Christ the Messiah. So, the testing that shall come forth now is the devouring of heart or the rejection. And you can look in your own families. You can look in your own workplace and marketplace. Nothing like this has ever happened before, Brandon. There's no judgment. There's no wrong punishment for wrongdoing. I can do whatever I want in my heart. 
You're going to have a rough awakening. No, that's scripture. Man. We will continue to do as we've done before. And that's what the hirelings of the gospel, the master has gone really, really far away. So we can just run the earth any way we want to. There's no consequences. We fool around with lust. We make friends of the opposite sex. We never repent of false love. We're looking for a wife instead of looking for Jesus. We're looking for a husband instead of looking for Jesus. We're playing games with fallen angels that have your ticket buckwheat. Have your ticket buckwheat. Write that in the comments. They have your ticket buckwheat. Because it's true. And you're in denial, but it's true. The only person whose ticket they don't have is a person you barely even know inside your own hearts. And if you're honest with yourselves tonight, that is the exact accurate situation. The most desperate thing right now, I tell you the truth, people are going to start dropping like flies. It is always carry on like it was before, giving and taking in marriage. Then suddenly, then suddenly, it began to rain. That's what's written. Jesus Christ's second coming is like the days of Noah. But you're so callous by the unbelief of religion tonight that you would escape in your thoughts rather than face the altar so you can go into the glory. I know the reaction of the mark of the beast in your foreheads. That you would escape in your thoughts rather than face the fire, even though the fiery word of righteousness would save your souls if you'd allow it to pierce your foreheads and deal with the animal. Amen. Amen. There's been so much prophetic confirmation lately. In a slight delay of the judgments of God going forth, and I know that he's giving people time to repent. And oftentimes with that act of mercy, that act of kindness, loving kindness, and has said, you know, God gives time to repent. What people tend to do with that is take that as, oh, God's tolerating my behavior so I don't have to change. Now, that's very unfortunate. That's very unfortunate. Some of these things, it's just too sad. It's almost unbearable to look into. Yeah. Like too far gone to even hear the gospel of the angel flying in the mid-heavens, flying in cosmic Christ, sapphire stones, the realm of salvation. Christianity, everything you know about Christianity is doggery, is doggery. Everything you know about your Gentile Christianity in 2023, I tell you the truth and I'm not angry about it. It's just this is how it comes forth. Everything about your earthly Christianity right now, in even your heavenly Christianity, because a lot of you think you're heavenly, I tell you the truth. It is marked for slaughter. There won't be any part of your current Christianity that remains. What's coming is actually first century apostolic Christianity, which we think we know from studying history. We think we know. Guys, the way American Christians treat true consecrated apostles in the USA 
is worse than Paul. Paul could have a hundred thousand in Corinth, guys. Now this is true. Now stay focused. It's worse in America than it is in biblical Corinth. Why? Because they would even listen to Paul and they would even repent and soften their heart. Even the incestuous boy repented and Paul said, let him back in. But America and the Christians here won't. They won't. Have you witnessed, are are your eyes open of how American Christians are reacting to Bob Jones' apostolic chieftains? Hello? Are you sleeping? Babylon the Great is so far worse than ancient Roman civilization, Mm -hmm. there's not even a comparison. You can't even compare the two civilizations. You are in the most diabolical, sorcery-filled, anti-Christ, delusional society that has ever existed, and its magic arts are right in your forehead already from something called the clip-off. Potent sorcery of Babylon the Great. Those that say they are a certain religion, but are actually a religion of Satan Lucifer and all the other princes of the kingdom of hell, fallen archangels and fallen Ophanim and fallen cherubim and fallen seraphim. Truth anyhow. And we're wrestling this stuff, facing it, And it's laced with supernal death. It's laced with celestial death. And because I know from experience what I'm facing, rising on sapphire stones in the path of lightnings, going from glory to glory in the narrow way from experience. Not that I'm all the way there, but I'm halfway there. To be totally 100% transparent and accurate, I'm halfway there. I'm literally on sapphire stones, halfway home to dad. Truth anyhow, regardless of the dumb crap you believe. Truth anyhow. And since I know what I've faced in the supernal realm of devils, I know what it takes to be victorious. And the Laodicean, dishonoring, doer of your own thing, casual Christian of America attitude, whoo, it's going to get you dead. I'm telling you, the lightning that's going to be thrown down to the inhabitants of the earth in the coming minutes, not hours and days, minutes, some of that stuff will even begin to touch the ones around RLM right now because you're a bunch of dogs, disobedient, dishonorable, Secretly in your heart, in competition, in envy and strife, you're dogs. And you're not even interested here in serving Jesus. You're here to steal, to start your own ministry. Woe to you. Your days are marked. Truth anyhow. This is kingdom business, Jesus Christ. I am, Yarevave, about my father's Business. What was his business? Whoo! The rise 
and fall of every nation. The rise and fall of every single DNA strand. Amen. So I tell you the truth, a lot of the stuff that we're clinging to, if you don't let go, the very bringing down of the stairway, which Rebecca and I are accomplishing at an accelerated rate because we're serious. We don't have anything else in life and haven't for decades. So we're very, very serious about holiness, righteousness, and coming judgment. We're serious because it's not okay to look at Drake referring to Taylor Swift as his sister while he's holding a Taylor Swift look-alike worth $250 million, and he's got a million dogs under his Masonic sorcery defending him on all social media platforms, and you people are freaking sleeping. How the Mason refers to the daughter of the Eastern Star as his sister with the doppelganger. Okay? Sorcerers and dogs outside of Jesus, it is written, outside of celestial heavenly Jerusalem because the sapphire stones are Jesus Christ himself. Now, Taylor Swift's going around and we just had her in Minneapolis and uh, $500 million or something came in and you people are so stupid. You are so ignorant of sorcery and it is a stupidity of Galatians 3. You stupid Americans, who has bewitched you? Having begun in the spirit, shall you finish in the emotions and logic of your animal beast American souls? Come on now. Come on now. God the Father's pleading with you in Jesus' name. You need to deal with your own sorcery tonight. How? Oh, this message is cutting me to heart. No, it's not. No, it's not. A lot of you are guarding yourself from the Torah of the Father. A lot of you won't even let the word in because you're so filled with fears. A lot of you are so filled with pride and stubbornness that the word can barely reach you unless someone who is serious about righteousness, joy, oh, serious joy, brother, and peace in the Holy Ghost shakes you, therefore wakes you because you're sleeping. You are sleeping in the sleep of dust, which is death. It's time to open up your eyes at Joel's bar. Are you watching live or you're watching at home live? You've had enough naps in the glory. You've had Too enough comfortable. time with Very your little eyes. Fear of the Lord. You've had enough time with your eyes closed to, you know, envisionate and think about, you know, what's going on. You need to open your eyes and let the light that's coming through the spoken word go through the eyes. It's time to wake up. It's time to arise. We've had so many years to, you know, incubate. We've had so many years. To, how many years has the apostle Brandon been saying, put your hand on your belly, read the word of God, put it into your spirit, and grow your spirit. How many more times 
Do you have to hear that before actually doing it? Are you growing your spirit? How many years did you hear that message? Do you know if your spirit's growing? Do you know how to feed your spirit? I know some of you, you know your spirit's growing, you understand. But so many people are still sleeping, and if you don't start getting these basics, where are you going to be when all of a sudden the sons of God are unveiled, and then you realize you're 20, 30 years behind, 100, 1,000 years behind, right. where the rest of everyone is at because you refused to obey the commandment of the Lord. And the commandments of God are for the nefesh, so that your nefesh can be crucified by the word of God with that light, picking up your cross daily so that your spirit man can live and grow and you can be led by the Holy Spirit, your spirit following the Holy Spirit, and your soul following your spirit, and then your body following all the sanctified layers of your soul, following your spirit who's following the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ faithfully. Not some spirits out and about and, oh, I felt, I got an impression, I, I, I saw a vision. All the technion gifts can lead you astray. The gifts are meant to make you more fruitful. And they can only do that when you're God inside minded. You know, Apostle Shadrach mentioned this morning because obviously, if there's a drop of discernment in your heart, you can see the apostolic grace on Shadrach. Mm -hmm. So we have three apostles leading this RLM Global, which is unheard of of any ministry in the world. Okay? So you know it's serious. Yeah, the Holy, and as a witness to the Holy Spirit said you were going to mention that today. Now listen. Amen. Shadrach is the first person to publicly call me an apostle. I never called myself an apostle. I knew I had an apostolic calling because I had 40 prophecies. I'm more than that, but I don't like exaggerating. Literally more than that from prophets in the glory stream and going to 300 different assemblies of God, uh, churches, and they would prophesy, you have an apostolic calling on your life over and over and over and over. And so I go into apostolic training, you know, 10, 15 years of training. As soon as the apostolic began to really mature in me, that's when the persecution got real. That's when it got real. So now you people tune in because most of the charismatic church is so bewitched. You're like, we don't worship man we don't even believe in apostles. Listen, the thing is, is you don't even believe in Jesus. You are filled with unbelief. You do not believe in Jesus. Jesus put his inscriptions on 12 men. If you can't follow his anointed, sent, sanctified, consecrated messengers who are consistent in fruit, I have lived my life on camera consistently practicing the fruits of the Spirit. Now, all hell has broken loose around me, but that wasn't me, that was hell. So whose side are you on? Seriously, you need to choose what side your heart and your mind and your bones and your organs, and you want all of them, is on. Otherwise, some of you are just going to end up like eunuchs. Truth in you, huh? Some of you are going to end up like just stubs. Some of you come in just missing an eyeball. What happened? Well, my, my, my eyeball wasn't consecrated. So there's a reason why Jesus says 
it's better that you go into the kingdom missing an eye, missing an arm, missing a foot, missing a pancreas, missing a bladder, than to lose body parts because you won't consecrate your flesh in holy Oh, it's getting real now. Yeah, you like your body parts, don't you? Because God wants your whole nefesh consecrated to serve Him. That's what the white wedding garments are. The righteous works and actions of the flesh. Of the flesh. Type in the comments, of the flesh. Of the flesh. Righteous, carnal works, ministries, Worldwide International Inc. You know what that's called? The Apostolic. The book of Acts is all flesh. But you're so bewitched that you look down upon acts, actions, and works. Not all of you, but most of you. In different levels of maturity and deception galore. You have all kinds of stuff. But this is the truth for the whole body all together from the mountain called Zion, the mountain of sapphire stones, God the Father's heart, God the Father's soul, God the Father's flesh. God the Father's flesh. His name is Jesus Christ. What happened back here? A little notification. <laughs> Permissions. Smart device trying to uh, get on my television. The Lord rebuke you, Satan. Access denied. That's how desperate they are. These little electrical malfunctions are really high-level principality attacks. That's the only way they can get to someone as consecrated as us. Truth anyhow. Mm -hmm. So it takes a lot of demonic to even do that or to burn out the camera. Do you know that? Yeah. And some of you, you know, you want to see just the flaws of the apostles. You're really going to be disappointed this season <laughs> because God wants to change you, to sanctify you. And we've spent the last several years talking about what didn't work for us. If all you see is just us saying how great and how perfect we are and that you didn't watch the videos you yeah. never watched if you actually watched any of my videos i talked so much about what didn't work my mistakes and all kinds of things like that I, we we spent so much time already the last several years talking about this didn't work don't repeat this mistake this didn't work don't repeat this mistake this is working you know, we spent so much time talking about that the last several years. If your perception of the apostolic and red letter ministries is just, oh, they just think they're perfect and they only talk about this and that, you're completely delusional. And all that is is a reflection of your own sin. That's right. That's all that is. So, what mirror, God. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Yeah, exactly. And Who's so, the biggest hypocrite of them all? Right. You are! Yeah. <laughs> The self-nature is. You gotta kind of turn it off now. We love much because we've been forgiven much. Self-righteous demon. If you're looking for people, <laughs> if you're looking for people in leadership with a perfect past, I mean, look at Moses, murderer. 
You know, it's kind of sketchy. He had that previous marriage with the wrong Kushite queen for a while, and then he was in prison for ten years. Married and... to Lilith. Yeah, so there's just there's a lot of things, and you know, for me personally, I've in my my past, you'll find that I had uh, gone so far in darkness. I actually had authority and power in the enemy kingdom for a time. So if you're looking for a spotless record of perfect people, I'm sorry, you're not gonna. I'm not sorry. You're not going to find We're that. We're both former high-level sorcerers of Babylon the Great. Right. True like, story. My, I've had initiations from the very the bottom, the depths of hell, from the bottom of the pyramid to the very top, and the thirty-three degree ascension. Blah blah. Well, why did your life look like this? You know what? Anathema your unbelief about whatever. It doesn't matter. There's no wiggle room mm-hmm. to yeah. the left, to the right, or the center. You're completely surrounded by mm-hmm. truth. Yeah. And at this point, for you to reject Red Letter Ministries, this is an unprecedented amount of prophetic witness. How many dreams, visions, and angel encounters that have passed the biblical test, that have come to the forefront in Red Letter Ministries, confirming the apostolic, confirming confirming our marriage, confirming Red Letter Ministries as the apostleship, face-to-face encounters with God. How many more witnesses do you think that you need on top of what's already been given throughout all of Red Letter Ministries? If at this point you've had to murder every single witness that's come with a eyewitness testimony, with a direct... murder the prophetic witness. They've murdered all of them that have come into RLM who have had direct encounters with God, have seen with their eyes. Mm. We have multiple... Another prophetic... uh, One of the young prophetic people that has joined Red Letter Ministries is also, I found out, an eyewitness of our marriage in heaven. And someone was just talking about, you know, Shadrach the other day. He went into that encounter. But I know this is old news. Most of you already know this because at least the, the ones... Yeah, there's that a I faithful train, remnant. Yeah. There's right now yeah. what we're doing is refining the chosen. Yeah. Which means this is like a very, very intense mm-hmm. time of refinement because to be chosen is the highest calling yeah. in Christ. Congratulations, by the way, yeah. to the champions. But in the midst of the best, you do have the best of the enemy. Yeah. And they're here too. Yep. Truth so. anyhow. God's giving people time to repent. It's a season of repentance. So just also wanted to say thank you to everyone who's been in fasting and prayer for Red Letter Ministries, for the Global Vision, for the people, for the soldiers. Uh, that is really wonderful. That's needed this season. Uh, the call to prayer is gone out from heaven. And those people who are answering that call, thank you. It is life-changing. That is massive. Uh, the amount of burden that that removes from us advancing the cosmos is huge. It's really, it's huge. So thank you for that. It's really powerful and effective. When your prayers agree with the sapphire stones and the inscriptions of the name of Jesus, who named the stars, when your prayers agree with the names that God, Yadivave, gave to the sapphire mm-hmm. stones, then your prayers help mm-hmm. us. Everything else is witchcraft. Yeah. The Lord rebuke you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So yeah, uh, you know, where we're at right now, God does not have to <laughs> offer you any more prophetic witnesses. We've already had prophetic eyewitnesses. 
We've had people have face-to-face encounters with God. We've had people see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, multiple witnesses, visions, dreams, signs, and wonders galore. God does not have to offer you any more evidence than has already been given. If you've already murdered the prophetic witnesses so far, you're going to have to repent. There's no more signs and wonders for you. You're done. You're done. That's it. Anathema. How many prophets or prophetic acts Mm -hmm. towards your senses have you rejected and remained in unbelief? Some of you have killed like hundreds of prophets and you've never repented. You've never apologized. And you've only hardened your heart through murder. You realize that's what killing a prophet is in New Covenant Christianity Mm -hmm. is when the manifestations of the glory come or the angels come and say, this is my sent messenger, this is my apostle, this is my prophet, and you shoot down the messenger, you shoot Mm -hmm. down the manifestation, you shoot down the gold dust, you shoot down the signs and wonders, Mm -hmm. you shoot down everything that heaven is Mm -hmm. revealing to you, you don't get any more of yad heh vav the rest of your accursed life. You go into the enemy, and what happens is God leaves you alone, and now you're in enemy occupation. Mm-hmm. That's what Satan's armies are. Most of them, the devil doesn't have any space for them, so they just live a dog existence. Okay, Outside the city gates of those that are obedient with their mm-hmm. actions are the sorcerers and the dogs. There ain't nothing here, guys, except the way. What was Christianity called in the first century? Most common name for Christianity was not Christianity. It was the way. The way. That's it. You practice the way. You believe in the way. The way, the way, the way. And they called it a cult. Everyone thought it was a cult. (laughs) That's right. If they called it a cult then, how much more are they going to call it now? Here's the thing. The perversion of the fallen angel upon terrestrial Christianity is that the way... You people think it's like doing good works and being moral in the earthly. That is part of it. You're going to have to be moral in the earthly. But you're moral not to be seen by men like the hypocrites or women or your wife or your family to look good in front of others. You're a certain way because you're learning how to please Yarevave. Hello? The fear of Yarevave is the beginning of wisdom. It is written. What does fear mean? What you're actually reverential towards with your heart. Most of you are more reverential towards money and the IRS than you are towards Jesus Christ. Selah. Most of you are more reverential to the things that have consequences in the temporal realm than you are to the Holy Spirit. That's hardness of heart. That, my friends, is idolatry and that's a covenant mm-hmm. with the fallen angel. Like you are literally serving demons and you're in denial. It's not like you say, I'm only telling you this so you can know the truth and be more mm-hmm. set free because the bondage down here in old earth is the valley of the shadow of death. And God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ don't even acknowledge old earth as reality. It's matrix. It is not reality. It's an unreality. It's a figment of your unrenewed imagination. In fact, most of your life goals of success are in the old earth and are prepared to be burned and you have nothing to show for it because you did not walk in the fear of the Lord 
and the fear and reverential awe of the Holy Spirit as your God. So you have no protection from when the sapphire stones Mm -hmm. come down onto the earth. Amen. And I also have an encouraging word uh, for some of my daughters who are watching this. The Lord made it very clear and he wanted you to know that, you know, don't be alarmed at the disobedience of the people who have been in and around Red Letter Ministries. He's dealing with them. I wanted to encourage you because he he told me this again and again, and even just before uh, we arrived here as we were pulling up, Mm. he reminded me again Mm. when we were pulling into the garage that their delay, the delay of their judgment is not going to delay your progress on Sapphire Stones. So I know there's some of you, like some of my daughters are actually going up Sapphire Stones. They're doing it. If you look at them in the spirit realm, they actually have lightning. Daughters of the morning star. The daughters, are, yeah. yeah. It's a lot better than Eastern. I, got, so. I, I had a, what, Holy Ghost. What, what's the play on words? I came up with a play on <laughs> words. I told the Lord this one day. I said, yeah, we're going to have our own thing. It's called Daughters of the Eden Love Star. Heavenly Mother, Amen. Jerusalem, star. get Heavenly. with it. Come on. So some of you, you're actually rising on sapphire stones. You're being obedient. You're getting the full circumcision and transfiguration at those stones. Don't worry about them. They're like light years behind you. I don't, some of them will catch up. Some of them won't. And also to those who are serious, who are, you're actually, you're committed. You know who you are. The Holy Ghost knows who you are. You are getting that circumcision on Malkut and you're serious about it. Some of them, I have reports, they're coming up out of, black Malkut is peeling off of them. Like now it's happening. And I am so excited. It's such a good report. Don't let the stagnation of the rebellious and the disobedient Mm. stop you or slow you down. As long as you stay focused, you're on assignment. You're doing what you need to do in your studies, in your workplace, uh, in your Torah, in, you know, Red Letter Ministries. Those things Mm. that God, you know, the Holy Spirit, God, creator of heaven and earth, is asking you to do. You be faithful mm. to those things and just, it's like blinders on as far as like focus, not being blind to what the enemy's doing, but just focus. Mm. Don't worry about what they're doing. They might have, some of them, they're going to have to learn lessons the, the hard way. bury the dead. Yeah. Some of them, they just, some people are really stubborn and they have to learn the hard way. You don't have to. I know you don't have to because you actually want. The thing with these messages, what tends to happen sometimes in the past, and it's not happening anymore today is that when people hear the fear of the Lord message, the ones who are actually faithful tend to get kind of shaken up or they're like, oh my God, am I... The ones who are actually concerned about mm. pleasing God tend to be like, oh no, did I do it wrong? And then the ones who are stubborn think it doesn't apply to me or like whatever, you know? <laughs> so mm. just, I want you to be encouraged. That remnant of you, that you are being faithful, you are getting the circumcision. There's good fruit. It's happening. Mm-hmm. It might not be happening for them, it's happening for you. So if you want to just receive that for by faith in obedience to the word of God, you can just write that and decree it right now. It's happening for me. It's happening for me. It's yeah. happening for me. Yeah. You're going to be obedient. It doesn't have to be this. You, Some of you don't even know how to get drunk on severity. Yeah. It's really intoxicating. Unbelievable. It's humility is the ability to be intoxicated by the severity of God because... You've negated your own self-consciousness to the point that you understand that yad Hey vav Hey and his Elohim nature of his judgment are one, and he is one God, and his judgments are good. And that white judgment seat, that throne of judgment, is also that throne 
of mercy that you boldly approach in humility, understanding that whatever judgment he gives you, you can trust him and receive it. Oh yeah, patiently. let the light just peel off the animal and yeah. there's someone underneath the false you you don't even know yet and your life becomes a thousand times brighter and then you can thank Moses later. And that's how it always is. It's like Moses is the bad guy because mm-hmm. he's a bloody man. He's peeling off our foreskins. <laughs> peeling and tu- off squirts. He's touching our wieners <laughs> and we're, we're adults, right? And he's, he's taking the meat <laughs> and he's taking the blood and all my pleasure and my fun from my penis. I'm a married man. I have... Marital rights, Moses. You know, they were mumbling and grumbling about I it. I have marital rights. Marital rights. I'm a married man anything. according to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And this is exactly how you are. Whew. That you have rights because you think you're right by your own judgment. That is the evidence that you've rejected the judgment of God. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, marriage is not an out for your lust demons. Can I get a witness in the comment Amen. section? It is actually, when you're on sapphire stones, it's the fear of the Lord comes upon you. Like the wrestling of Amalek, right? That's the evil impulse of the flesh. You would fear to even defile the marriage bed by even going near your partner to defile them with something like that until you've wrestled it out of your system so that you can go to that, to your spouse with a clean and a pure heart that you know you're not just using them to fulfill some gratification of the evil impulse, but that you're bringing love, you're bringing honor, you're bringing true affection. Zero beast. Yep. And it's like, yeah, you're going to have, there's going to be amazing pleasure. And those beast justification. My God, Oh, I need my pleasure, my blah, blah, blah. You don't know pleasure until you know holiness. That's it. It's simple. True as any Yeah. Totally deceived. (laughs) Everything about you has to change, and it, this is how it changes as you go up sapphire stones. And you it. can really tell. It's like you have people around the Lion of Judah, and there's still nothing like him. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been with me, Jesus said to his disciples, mm-hmm. and you still don't know these things, and you still don't know who I am, Yadevave? That means you still don't know sapphire stones? Mm-hmm. Is that what he said? You have been with me this long, and you still don't know I am. Who I am. I am. You still don't know yad heh vav It's exactly what he's talking about. You can interpret any way your cockroach brain thinks. But the truth is, Jesus was saying, you've been with me for so long, and you're still not angelic spiritual. You're still not Holy Ghost spiritual. You're still carnal thinking, Antichrist. They're fighting him. They're fighting Jesus. Truth and yeah. They're fighting Jesus. They're denying him three times. One of them's betraying him. You know, three and a half years of perfect God. And one of them that he builds the rock on denied him three times to 12 year old kids. Scared of kids' ministries, silly (laughs) girls and crazy kids. But it's right, which is bowing to lower terrestrial spirits that most of you still do continuously throughout your whole day. It's probably a skinny girl, too. Mm -hmm. Truth, anyhow. Because the fear of the Lord is so small, if you're not walking in the fear of the Lord, you are fearing other spirits continuously through the elements, through your car, 
through your clock, through your windshield, through your Skype, through your Zoom. What's the new one? Um, are we talking about the scrap? Scrap. <laughs> oh, it's called it's called join the army of the Lord on RLM.tv. She doesn't you know, just keep it secret, Council. Oh yeah, I have. I like to keep my righteous. I like. She just suddenly deleted the women's group. Deleted. Remember that guy, home home star runner. Yes. Checking the emails. Checking. Oh, no more emails, Buckley. <laughs> women's group deleted. He's gonna test see, to see where how, how far the how far the nefesh has come. But what are you today? If you if you paid attention, you're already where you need to be to receive communications. And if you're not where you need to be to receive communications, sign up on RLM.tv and volunteer. Get your information in there. Answer the call the Lord has on your life to be in the army of God, and you will receive communications. Yeah, Amen. it's important. And because there is so many sloth-filled, false yes. love, drunken glory, antichrist still in RLM, we are requiring you guys to sign up and do an act of humility. Mm -hmm. A righteous act, an action mm -hmm. with your flesh, yeah. with your body, with your eyes, your ears, mm -hmm. and make a fresh new covenant to Yadivave, to Jesus Christ. Why Yadivave? The reason why we're getting into some of the Jewish stuff, because I know where a lot of you are at. Because I was around the Banovs, and I was around a lot of the Drunken Glory stream, and they mock all this stuff. Mm -hmm. They literally mock Moses continuously. Yeah. And I was around it, and it was mocking, and it grieved my heart, and I thought it was really strange, but I just put it on the side. Don't get offended. But there's something really off about attacking the Old Testament and attacking Moses. And I'm telling you, some of that stuff is on you people and you're cursed with the curse. Because if you can't honor Moses, you can't have, the Bible says, one drop of wisdom. Yeah. The and Old the Testament's for wisdom. The reason why you're raging false love fools, foolish idiots, is because you've attacked and rejected the wisdom of the Old Testament. Truth Amen. Amen. So that veil remains on your face. And that's why the Bible doesn't make sense to you. That's why you find it, no matter how much Bible or Joel's bar that you watch, you may find you're easily distracted. You can't prevail in prayer. It's very difficult for you to pray for more than two minutes or more than a few minutes. It's hard for you to pay attention even to the broadcast. Like, what are you doing right now? Are you looking on your messenger, scrolling around? What are you doing? Are you paying... I gotta what? go to the microwave and put go a pizza in. <laughs> God have mercy on your soul. I can't. I don't. I have. I need, I'm so distracted right now. I can't even bake it scroll. because the preheat takes 20 minutes, and when I have to microwave my pizza. Lord of mercy. That's what the widows are if praying for you, Americans. That's why for the widows. Tonight. That's why we need widows in Africa to pray for you. It's true. Their their prayers are powerful, yeah. and I notice since we give them a bonus, they're praying a little harder. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah. Hey, the Bible says you must believe God's a rewarder. Yes, amen. It's good to be excited about rewards. Amen. And the rewards that are coming to a couple of you are actually pretty good. Yeah. It's good to be excited about someone else's rewards. That's very healthy. Well, there if, you go. If you're not able to be excited about someone else's rewards, you're not Christian, really. There's something else there that's a demon. It's really, I mean... This, if you're just walking with God, this comes naturally. It's like, look at, look at, for those of you who've been walking with God, look at how many times you saw someone, they got a vineyard. 
Yeah, I would meet people. They have a vineyard. They're able to provide for their family. They have brand new sports cars, a giant mansion. I'm, you know, like Drake and uh, Taylor Swift <laughs> ministries. Yeah, I used to, you know, I was in the service industry, so I would deal with a lot of these people, and they Everyone would be so pizza. blessed. Oh yeah, we just they made all these great business deals, and I would just it, it comes naturally to be happy for them. It comes naturally. When you walk with God, it comes naturally to celebrate the success of others without jealousy. It's actually, when I got into some more of these, you know, kind of niche realms of Christianity, it, it, it was almost shocking and startling how evil everyone was toward anyone who started to rise or started to do something well or have signs and wonders and everyone just like attacks the sign and the wonder or attacks, you know. Do you know why that is? Strife. Your Maybe. Christianity mm. is sorcery. Right. That's why. Clip off. Mm. You, the fallen angels have duped you just like the Israelites into Egyptian sorcery and you're in denial. All it's the Christianity healthy. you know of in Babylon the Great is the practice mm -hmm. of sorcery and you're in denial. Yeah, it's true. So, I can hear yeah. the ringing in yeah, the ears of all Fine. these wicked liars <laughs> cursing us in self-righteousness right okay. now. But let the tree of life and the supernal blood of Jesus consume you all. So you can beat your breast and mourn and wail because you have murdered him because he's coming mm -hmm. through his prophets and apostles and red letter ministries in a mature way likened to Peter, John, and Paul. I'm John, you're Paul, and Shadrach's Peter. Oh, that's really nice. It's probably pretty accurate, actually. That's actually pretty, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can see that. Uh -huh. Pharisee of Pharisees. Hey, there's a generation here. The Bible says genealogies, <laughs> y'all. Apostles of the Lamb, generations. It's true, and a lot of you are apostles, too. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say, oh, you're all just the sheep of the shepherd and you're all just my sheeple that, that's nonsense the empowerment of the that's five a demon fold. that's a demon you're no people say to. i just want to be a good sheep of the great shepherd no you're going to get empowered in the fivefold. the least in the kingdom of heaven anyone you sit under that's true fivefold empowers you in the fivefold. Yeah. elijah and elisha come on yeah double <laughs> portion right come on. the least of these shall be like david it is written mm. what what does that mean you will tread on the heights but that, that just means all the training we've had from heaven, you get. And obviously a lot of people can't handle it. Otherwise, it'd be 2,000 people watching instead of 20. Right. Truth anyhow. The consecration is so complete, you're no longer a human being. You have a human body. That's it. Yeah. That's it. The mind ain't a human mind. The heart ain't a human heart. The spirit mm. ain't a human spirit. Yep. Don't think you're going to get rid of your human body either. I know some of you guys are crazy. Yeah. Jesus Christ, right now, in 2023, still has a human body. He has <laughs> flesh and bone. He doesn't have fallen He doesn't have fallen blood. He has flesh and bone. He has human flesh and bone. You want to learn about bones in graveyards? Yes. Yeah. Skull and crossbone, 33rd degree. That's in one of the pictures. Scottish right Freemasonry. That's in one of the pictures. We'll get there. We'll get there. Let's oh, do that one oh, first. Let's, right, do, let's right. do that first. And then See, we're in the spirit and prophesying. We're in, hallelujah. Confirming the message before she even teaches. Amen. Happy birthday, Jesus. In the hope that some of you would grow in the fear of the Lord tonight, honestly. BBLuxuryPerfumes.com. This is the fragrance of the season. I'm already about halfway through. I'm going to have to... 
I'll give you a 10% discount. All right. <laughs> For so, God the Father is a shrewd businessman. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Use coupon code JULY10. Okay, okay. Amen. Amen. Uh, skull and crossbones. Okay, now move on quickly. Yeah. I offended her. No, I just, I really want more, and I don't want... Yeah. No distractions. Yeah. It's really, it's really good. Don't. This is my favorite one. Okay. It's Commandments. worth it. There you go. Somebody in the audience just got it tonight. You're sniffing it right now. I see you over there. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's good stuff. We're huffing this thing. Amen. Happy birthday, Jesus. Give him your soul. Stop playing around. Happy birthday, Jesus. the ten cosmic commandment, ten weeks, seven covenants, and seven supernal shepherds Hallelujah. broadcast? Are you just happy to see me? We are happy to see you. And we are happy to see the cosmic commandments, because the commandments are always for the nefesh, right? Amen. Doesn't that look nice? Wow. It looks very nice, Rebecca. Thanks. I know you put a lot of work into this. We <laughs> put a lot of work. We honor you. <laughs> it's so high. <laughs> Thank you for all your hard work. <laughs> I was studying the Torah and studying Enoch, and so it was pretty uh, toasty. You get a, a patch on your white Man, linen garments. I was thinking... Uh, I'm going to need it. Enforcer. I was thinking, you know, as we're going through these things, I'm going to need hours and hours and hours more to do this, uh, do these things. It's just, it's so, it's unfolding. The more you go into these mysteries, the more you literally realize that it's actually going to take an eternity, eternity of eternities to finish studying these things. It just goes on. And you do have time for that. Yeah. Because you'll live longer than Methuselah then, if you obey the supernal commandments. All right. Ten commandments, That's part ten of it too, weeks, isn't it? seven covenants, and seven supernal shepherds. We might not get super deep into this. We'll see what the Spirit wants to talk about. But I think this is important just to kind of give you the framework. When you're putting a puzzle together, <laughs> what do you start with? Somebody say the picture. It? Yeah, well, you, what part of the picture? What's the best Box. way? Yep, the edge. That's right. That's good. So this is kind of just we're starting to lay like a framework here, so that when you lay the framework, all those pieces that you already have on the side, you're like, what do I do with this? It's just like a pile of information, a pile of gemstones. Doesn't really make any sense. It's gonna start coming together. All right. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Does somebody want to read this out loud? Do you want to read this, the book of the generation. <laughs> this, the book. I told you I was high when I made this. <laughs> yeah, I take back all my gratitude towards your hard work. <laughs> I can barely function. I rebuke Belfador. <laughs> it's in Ebonics. Holy. We're translating into every language, so I thought I'd put it in Ebonics. Yeah, we're trying to translate RLM right now into like Russian and, and Spanish. We don't even have English good. Pray what, for what me. What language do you speak? I was actually just thinking. Texan. I was actually just thinking it'd be so nice if I had volunteer help right now because it's, it's really like hard Bayou to. more like Bayou or something. Hallelujah. Appalachian moonshine. Yeah, it's getting difficult. Pray for me. <laughs> the glory in Berea is really good. With just your teeth the out. wine in Berea is really good. I'm just gonna say that it's worth it. Well, let's go. This the book. <laughs> well, we are still on the first letter of the alphabet. <laughs> of the generation of heaven and earth, 
Genesis 2-4. It's Septuagint, very Septuagint. <laughs> the Ten Commandments of Genesis 1. All right. There it is. <laughs> I can read it from up here. Do you get it now? <laughs> God said, let us make man. Good God idea. said, I have given you every herb. <sighs> is this reading it? <laughs> <sighs> I'm on Hesed of Berea. <laughs> yeah, we're really high up in the maturity of Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is a stumbling block, Rebecca. It's a, it looks like a cloud. <laughs> every herb bearing seed and every tree shekinah. Which one are we on? <laughs> God said, be fruitful and multiply. Amen. So make soldiers, make disciples. Amen. And that one just says eight. That one is Yasad. God said, let us make man. Oh, I see. Do you see? Okay, so. Okay. Just in case. You don't understand what's happening right now. This is the Sephirot. What the net sack actually does refer to your net, your net sack. sack actually. That is true in case you were wondering. <laughs> Some of you it did, actually didn't is. want to say it out loud, but I can but read you were your thinking thoughts. It, yeah. It's a netza net sack is your right testicle and hod is well, your you better left know about testicle. All that. Otherwise, so, your nutsack belongs to Satan. Your nutsack should not belong to Satan. So, get circumcised cosmically. Amen? Amen. Your nutsack should not belong to Satan Ministries. <laughs> There's so much wine from the judgments going out tonight, too. You see that? Ooh. If you can receive the judgments of severity, the wine is so good. It's so good. Yeah, some of you, some of you are just imagining big, huge rubber bands and castration right now. Yeah, well, that's what they do to bulls. And well, the widows will be praying for the pedophiles. Amen. The, the women's gonna be praying for for uh, RLM America this week. Thank Bring you. back public execution. Okay, okay. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we're on a tangent. One. Trump <laughs> and <sighs> Kennedy 2024. Let's go. Okay. Trump Kennedy ticket. So. You know, the Ten Commandments, you guys know most of the... <laughs> 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 this is really good. Summer camp. What I learned in class today, I hired a monkey to take notes for me in class. But these Ten Commandments here. When oh, you okay, think of yeah. Ten Commandments, you think of Moses and the tablets of stone. Where did... Does anyone remember where Moses got the tablets of stone? Or the first, the first set, and then the second set. Does anyone remember where he originally got the commandments? Unbound. Yeah, what? sapphire stone. He got it. Sapphire stones. Moses got nine, nine, the nine, Ten nine, Commandments. Nine. Oh, no strategy. Everyone, this is everyone gets Will a gold sticker. Will you publicly sticker. rebuke me? <laughs> oh man. 
Thank you, Lord. By his scourgings, you are healed. So, yeah. Well, maybe we'll work our way to the second letter. Of Forty the alphabet, tongue lashings minus right, one. The end of the summer. Well, hallelujah. So he got the Ten Commandments from the sapphire stones, and if if God's going to manifest something in the earth below, what is the law? It has to first be established in the heavens, right? You know the scripture. So the Ten Commandments below could only exist if there were the Ten Commandments above. Now, the original Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments of Genesis 1, these are the cosmic commandments, mm. the celestial commandments of creation. And for those who are Narnia fans, this is, yes, this is indeed the part where the witch freaks out and then Aslan tells her off and says, you know, don't basically don't talk to me, which I was there. What did he say? To ancient I'm magic. Too, ancient magic. I guess that one, Justin. Nice try. I was there. Someone knows. This is how high I am right now. I know this by heart. <laughs> I know this quote by heart, but it's really good. Someone can leave it in the comments or put a meme on Facebook. C.S. Lewis. The original magic, which is righteousness. Righteousness. So that's why his death broke the stone tablets because of the the power of the original commandments, and that is righteousness. So the ten here, number one, we have the numbers on this. Hakma, that's the first commandment. Then it's Bina. Hallelujah. And then Hesed. Oh. The fourth is Gevra. And then the fifth <laughs> commandment is Tiferet. Where's your familiar? The sixth, uh, I pulled her out of a tough spot in the spirit realm this morning. I don't know how she gets herself in these situations. What's Sailor Moon's cat called? Luna. Um, fifth commandment is Tiferet. The sixth commandment is Netza. And the seventh commandment is Hod. And the eighth commandment... <laughs> You can hear Luna screaming in the background, you know? The eighth commandment... Shut up, Luna! ...is... Uh, I thought it was an amen, so... Luna. That's how Luna amen? Yeah. Yeah. I ain't judging. It cut... I'm open to it. Praise. It's like... It's the moon palace got yeah. to Luna. It's a different language, you yeah, know? Yeah, the tower of prayer, you know, when the cat prays. Okay. They speak Russian. You think they're cursing you out, but they're just saying, "How are you doing?" Yeah, literally. Well, if you look at, if you knew my scat, my scat. <laughs> I can't even English right now. I'm practicing for for German. How to English? Done fluff butt. Okay, Ulrich. Okay. We're trying to translate into English. <laughs> Can you make the Joel's Bar America translated into English? <laughs> if we have any volunteers. The 20 kilogram bag of done fluff butt. Hesed, As in the men's group. said of Berea is supremely intoxicating. Amen. Hallelujah. And Tiferet's pretty good too of Absolute of Yetzirah. Uh. 
is there? The done fluffed by the Germany. Covenant. <laughs> if you want to be in the men's group, you can ask donate to be invited. Your, donate your celestial testicles to the army of God. <laughs> Sign up for no, your, uh, circumcision. Your future wife says you have to be castrated. Yes. And for those of you looking yes, she's for... she's a nun. A, yes, your future wife is a nun. Likely a, a Pharisee, very religious, and uh, celestial garments. It's become eunuchs. You're going to have to be a eunuch. But if you are a eunuch to Jezebel and Lilith and Molech, then you will probably please die. join the men's group because <laughs> we're looking for you. We're looking for Uncle you. Sam is looking for you. All right. Samuel. Yeah. Not Which Samuel. Which is... Uh, <laughs> Samuel, that's Hod. I believe that's Hod. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Well, Malkut. God said triple of the moon of light. Now, if you interesting. eat a lot of beans, you can call it Maltoot. Uh, yeah, we do joke around about that quite a bit. <laughs> I said, the problem is that you're still in black Maltoot. <laughs> that might be the life situation. So, But even if you make your bed in Sheol... God is there. What does that mean? No matter how... It'll make you want to remodel your bathrooms. Yeah. No matter... you be spending a lot more time there. Yeah. No matter... Probably with the kind of deliverance people get. That's... We always recommend... Go up to the second floor just because you're not going to be there a half hour. <laughs> they have marble you? ceilings in marble. this place. Thanks for the detailed explanation. And you can connect to Bluetooth. <laughs> that is if true. You can use the Bluetooth up there. We always recommend for your cosmic deliverance uh, purchasing the ass wipes for you and your family. Can you imagine just walking around with dingleberries all the time? <laughs> Please do not. <laughs> Once you start using dude wipes, you it realize I've literally. <laughs> been walking around with crap on me my whole life. And that's Just a revelation some of you mysteries. haven't received yet. Just take and the so butt let the wipes. widows yeah. in Kenya pray, pray for, for these people walking around with crap all over them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Just bring home the, the, the butt wipes to your spouse and say, look, my bitter mango. <laughs> And if you are in a pinch, you can use them in your armpits, too, to get rid of B.O. But not after you use it on your butt, please. In different wipes. Separate. Clean and unclean, okay? Amen. Amen. And don't flush one more than flush one or two. at a time. Don't flush more than one or two at a time, so you don't clog one up the whole per flush. septic system. Otherwise, you're going to be having a plumber come over, $250 guaranteed. Yep. All right. Now we've taken care of that business. The commandments are for the nefesh. All right. Fire. Next. Well, let's look at what number 10 is. The 10th sapphire stone, what does that look like? Doesn't that look like a cloud? I can't see a 10 on there. Wow. 9876531. 3, you see it? It's white numbers right next to the white cloud. 
it's so hidden. I thought that most no one would be able to see it, but I thought it would be best left mostly concealed. Oh, way down there, yeah. Yeah, because it's surprising. Okay. It's surprising. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's surprising when you find... So it's not even on a planet. <laughs> There's a whole mystery there. <laughs> Looks like you ran out of space to me. <laughs> If you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. And 11? Nope, just 10. Or skipping Pluto? Yeah, Pluto is not a sapphire stone. Not yet. But let's continue the next one. And we'll, well, these are all mysteries of the heavenly realm. There's a reason why Pluto is not a sapphire stone. And there's a reason why the Tenth Commandment is the cloud, the Shekinah glory. Mm. There's a mystery. If you've taken the, the master class and taken notes, you might already know. If you know that mystery, go ahead and leave it in the comments. Ten Commandments of Creation and Sapphire Stones. Oh, yes. I'm going to pull it up here. Mm-hmm. There's so many wonderful mysteries in these in these things. Wonderful mysteries to be revealed. For those who have eyes to see and ears to hear. It's wonderful. Well, you might have noticed on the first page that Keter was not listed of the ten. Isn't that interesting? Well, what have we learned so far? That Aleph, remember we talked about the letter Aleph? It's the only letter we've studied so far. We've only had one letter. We should hopefully remember something about the one letter that we have studied. It's the breath of his mouth. Why does the Bible, Bereshit bara Elohim et, why does it not start with Aleph? Why is it not the first commandment? This is before the commandments were spoken. This is the breath of his mouth prior to the word. And the word himself, he is the commandments of sapphire stones. It's Jesus. Jesus, the word of God. The lightning sword of the word of God. Double-edged sword. Perfect in all his ways. That Keter, that Aleph, the light, the source of all life, all light, father of lights, father of spirits. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. That's in the beginning God created. 
And God said, you see, it happened right before he said, the hidden things. Where was wisdom before the beginning of the world, before the creation? How could wisdom exist in the beginning? In the beginning, God created the heavens and mm -hmm. the earth. This is the book of the generations of heaven and earth. And God said, there's the commandment, God said. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. There was a commandment. There was a command of the word of the Father. Hakma, Neptune, Yod. And if you remember the Aleph, that upper point of the Aleph is what? It's in the shape of a Yod. The Aleph is made up of a Vav and two Yods, one above and one below. The wisdom above and the wisdom below. Where does the wisdom below come from? It comes down from above. Every good and perfect gift. And it says all wisdom that comes down from above is first of all pure. Comes down from above. Through what? The Vav, the fire rose, the Sephiroth. And there was light, and God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness, and God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. So evening and morning were the first day, and then again, God said, here's another command, let there be a firmament. Bina, Saturn, Bet. Then God said, and for your notes, you can just write if you want to, the seven palaces of Bina. Hall of Mirrors. <clears throat> mm. Then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. The waters above and the waters below. How many of you remember the old Facebook post from, was it three or four years ago? Living waters flow through my soul. Connecting the waters above to the waters below. What is that connection? Your inner man reaching into that realm <laughs> to connect. And when you make that connection between above and below, that is God inside minded, realizing the glory. It's the drunken glory, but not just the form, not the religion of the form of the drunken glory. It's the rigid righteousness, but not the form of religion of external righteousness, external holiness. It's your connection to God, and the evidence of your connection to God is your alignment with his apostolic. For the, next one. the gospel for the dogs to become sheep, and out of the sheep raising up fivefold shepherds. 
Amen. Let's go to the next slide here. Hakma, Wisdom, Neptune, for she is the brightness of the everlasting light, the unspotted mirror of the power of God, and the image of his goodness, and being but one, she can do all things, and remaining in herself, she maketh all things new. She maketh all things new. What gave the prophetess the ability to say new? And a new thing comes up. What gives us the ability when we say new? And a new way opens up where the enemy had to, had you blocked off. If the enemy has you blocked off, just decreed over your house, over your life. New. God's making a way. How? By the power of wisdom. And in all ages, all ages, entering into holy souls, she entering into holy souls. Entering into holy souls. She maketh them friends of God and prophets. Wisdom 7, 25 and 27. Amen. All right, ready for the next. The next one is six. All right. Bina, understanding, Saturn. Separate the seven heavens from the seven heavens. Separate what will be the lower garden from the upper garden. And God made the firmament and divided the waters, which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. So the evening and the morning were the second day. Wow, this is actually intensely rich, and I can barely read the font. Okay. I'm going to have to study this. Yeah. I got the yeah. Canva. I've got it pulled up here. Not technically one of the sapphire stones, the curtain between the holy place and the holy of holies, which is a part of making the jump, as we call it. That's Daat, Pluto. The curtain known as the veil for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the lord as the waters cover the sea habakkuk 2 14. the waters god said let the waters this is the next commandment the third commandment and god said let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth. And the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. In the fourth commandment, God said, let the earth be vegetated. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, 
the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth and it was so and it's that pluto knowledge making the jump from hesed to bina in every world you conquer ascending the sapphire stones of jesus christ an abyss since the cosmic fall supposed to be supposed to be the knowledge of the glory but has since been the bone throne of satan in the brain or the carnal mind, realm of fallen man and woman. In fallen mankind, it is the evil impulse of the flesh, similar to Black Yasad and Gevra, but with the brain instead of just the genitals or the heart emotions, right? The evil impulses of the flesh in fallen man of fallen sapphire stones the DNA fell. The sapphire stones fell what? Into dust. They need circumcised. They need washed. There is a cutting away of the dead flesh. The dead nefesh. Take off the grave clothes. Amen? So, the evil impulse of the flesh. In Yasad, it's the sexual temptations. Now, they all, they're all connected and they originate in the bone throne. So once you're familiar with the impulse of da'at as an evil impulse of your brain wanting to know more knowledge or seeking after your own pleasures, you can actually cut it off at the source, at the bone throne, that portal being sealed by the sun of righteousness rising with healing in his wings within you. It seals that and fills it with glory in that world tree that you conquer. And even by discipline initially, you can begin to train and retrain your neuron connections from your mind to your heart and to your body and your sexual response organs to train your nefesh to not have that sexual response any longer to sinful stimuli. And that is possible. It's very possible. The enemy would like you to think that it's not possible simply because Almost no one has physically experienced it. You don't have to become a physical eunuch. You just need to sever that connection of sin. Amen. And this is how you do it. So that evil impulse of de'at <sighs> corresponds with most of the time. Initially, it's going to be knowledge. So whenever you feel the temptation that's coming out of the bone throne of Satan, that's just for your brain. You want to use all this information for the brain. Don't stop studying. Resist, learn to resist the impulse of Da'at as the impulse of the flesh. The impulse of Gevra, right? The other demonic portal. It's over, over the heart, the wickedness of the heart. That's the temptation to just go all wrong in your emotions, whether it's really high happy emotions or really low negative emotions. If it's from the portal of Gevra of hell, uncircumcised, it's not good. Whether it feels good or feels bad, if it didn't come from Christ, it's all bad. Mm -hmm. So it needs circumcised. So it's it's less... You're being cabaled by the clip-off. Right. 
So resisting the impulse of your emotions to be emotional driven by the nefesh, even charismatic services, you get worked up, you have emotions. The emotions are not a bad thing. You just need your gevra circumcised so that your emotions can be correct in Christ in the sapphire stones. That's all this is. It's the impulse of the flesh of evil in the heart, in the brain, mm. in the heart, and then in the genitals. And so those those three places specifically are the major points of the warfare that are the potential portals of, e of evil. Two portals specifically. To destroy Gevra. Christians' destinies. Yes. That's the main place hell is focused yeah. to kill you. Yep, and so understanding that this is how you can equip yourself for the battle and start to utilize the discipline because initially you'll find on this walk it starts with an external discipline and you make the effort even if you have to struggle to not sin keep feasting for your spirit grow your spirit whatever struggle you have to struggle to avoid that sin God sees your effort, the angels mark it down. What at first is an external discipline later will become your nature if you're ascending on sapphire stones. All right, let me try the next one. All right, and that's not just my opinion, that is uh, across the board on going up sapphire stones for everyone who experiences these realms. Okay, Habakkuk 2.14, for the earth, will be filled with the knowledge. And that Hebrew word there is literally dat. Of the glory, the mm. kabod of yad vav -Heh. The earth will be filled with the dat of the kabod of yad vav -Heh, as the waters that cover the sea, and that sea there is yam, representing Shekinah, the end of all rungs. And in the Septuagint translation. Juicy. Mm. Make me drool. Amen. Amen. He prepares a feast for us. For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. It shall cover them as water. So instead of a dry place, dry bones, bone throne of Satan, mm. it will be living Water. And that's why Jesus said the second covering is like Noah, because he's covering with Shekinah water. And Kabad. Kabad. Floods of Kabad. And for the drinkers, mm. that's a big hallelujah. Amen. Mm. Amen. Ooh. Heavyweighty, drunken Kabad glory here to stay. Yep. Gonna drown the USA. Amen. Even if you're gay. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right, ready for the next one. Dat, to know, to know him. You might have heard people say to yada him. You hear that a lot in the glory stream in some places. Yada him, yada this, yada that. And I'm like, what are these crazy people saying? So I looked it up and I tested it on sapphire stones. To know him, to yada him. It's written in the book of Psalms that he is known, he, yada, he's known, he's yada within the palaces, which means you can say yada this, yada that, yada him all day, but it's total garbage, it's total nonsense, unless you go into the palaces. So you must go through the inner journey of the palaces to know him. Mm. 
Otherwise, it's not Yada. It's just the knowledge about Yada, which is at the bone throne of Satan. Teresa of Avila, for reference, the seven interior palaces is one of the alternative names of the book. Amen. All right, ready for the next one? Making the jump. We talked about this in some of the earlier slides. I wanted to put this together so that you can kind of have a visual reference. As a seer, I have similar to these visual references every time I go through the trees, but there are, there are so many details like this that I tend to take for granted as a seer. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm looking at that thing. That's always there. This is always like this. But I'm not sure how much I've actually taught on some of those details. So part of the refinement here, as some of you are actually going up higher, mm. I want you to be prepared and know what to expect. Even if you're just coming out of Black Malkut, it is beneficial to study these things because when you get there, and I want you to have faith for it, like, mm -hmm. say, I'm going to get there. I'm gonna yeah, there. I'm going to get there. Yeah. So don't just say, oh, it'll be a miracle to get out of Black Malkut. Stop thinking like that. God is more than able, and he's given you the ability to do what pleases him. He's given you the ability to choose. Otherwise, he couldn't have said, today, while it's still called today. He, he wouldn't have given you the option to choose if he didn't give you the ability to choose. So that's also another lie from Satan. If Satan has lied to you, some demon has lied to you saying, I just don't have the ability, I just, I'm too weak. No. God gave you the ability to choose your master. So you can choose. The enemy wants you to go into fight or flight mode. So you're constantly freaking out, going into fear, going into worry. And when you go into worry and fear, you're going into sin, which is cutting you off from hearing God, so that you think that the pressure of the fallen angels is God being mad at you. And then he might get mad at you because you're still not listening and you're still not accepting every offer of mercy. Mercy comes often in the times of what? Correction, punishment. Oh, fear, no fear of punishment, no fear of punishment. Let me tell you something. It's not a fear of punishment, but you still experience that discipline. And yes, sometimes on this walk, you will experience punishment. You're not afraid of it though, because you understand that when you're in God's hands, I'm not talking about the enemy punishing you, I'm talking about God dealing with you. You want to position yourself so that it's God dealing with you. Not the school of hard knocks, but your father. Mm -hmm. There have been times where he has corrected and given me punishment in the form, especially in forms when you're in the workplace training. It is not glorious for you to avoid punishment at work for the wrong that you've done. I think I was like uh, 15 or so working in this place. I was like, super young. And in one of my workplaces, it was like a silly thing of, you know, kids, they don't pay attention or they don't do what you're supposed to do, getting distracted. And so I was punished in that workplace. And I felt the temptation. The temptation was to try to make an excuse for myself, try to feel bad, try to get out of the punishment, you know, try to wiggle your way out. No. And then the, I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me. I've been talking to God since I was three years old. I've been talking to him. And I 
I t- so I talked to him, and he was, at this point, I didn't even have to start talking to him, he started talking to me. And he said, you're going to need to receive this punishment. That's the only way you can grow. And so instead of being, you know, oh, I can't, you know, you know how kids are, it's just, they're a mess. Something in me relaxed when he told me that. You're just going to have to receive your punishment. And this wasn't fallen angels, some demon. (laughs) Just being punished at work, rightfully so, because I was goofing around, not paying attention, and not working diligently and working hard like I was supposed to, just paying full attention to my job. That was my job, right? And so I had to learn these lessons. And so I found joy in the punishment. And the joy of that punishment, my my whole body, I remember my whole spirit, my whole body just relaxed. Oh, okay, you mean I can just, I don't have to just fight this. I don't have to try to get out of it. I can just receive it humbly. And the punishment became a blessing. It helped me to focus all, you know, the restrictions on what I could and couldn't do allowed me to focus and hone in and learn to do a better job and to be focused and not to just goof around. And so throughout all the work spaces that I went through at different levels at different times in my life, it's about taking responsibility and not just trying to find a way out so I don't get in trouble because God could cover me, God could cover me, cover me. No, that's Satan you're trying to serve. It's so much more glorious to just humble yourself and receive the punishment, whatever it is, or you make a mistake, another job, I w- if I made a big mistake, I had to pay for it out of my own pocketbook. And so I, I, one time I made like a $124 mistake, which was a lot for me. At that time, that was a lot of money. You know, that was a season I was you know, paycheck to paycheck kind of a thing. And so $124 mistake was a big deal. So I go into that, and all of a sudden, here's that voice of God again. Just take responsibility. Don't make excuses, don't lie. Just pay your mistake. And so I go and I'm just honest to my boss, like this is a mistake, you know, I made, I'm prepared to pay for it. And you know, I'm sorry, this is what I did incorrectly. And there was so much favor then my boss, who was the owner of that place at the time, went and used his skill and his wit to go and fix my mistake. And anything that went wrong with it, they were going to cover it. And that was not a normal thing. It was not typical there. But even if, and the Lord told me, even if I didn't cover you financially for that mistake, if you paid it, it's, it's much more glorious and beneficial. I would have gained spiritually even if I lost financially on that lesson. And it was those kinds of little things. It's really the mundane things at your job, the mundane things, how you interact with your spouse at home, how you treat your children, how you, how you, how you correct, how you receive correction, how you treat others, how you think towards others. It's really just in the mundane things. Mm-hmm. And that's where people miss it. They want to get big and mystical and that's spiritual. That's how your spirit's acting. That's how your spirit's resting as waters mm-hmm. inside the cup of your body. And so it's your Mm -hmm. spirit decisions. Amen. So making the jump here, when you go from Tifret, go to Gevra, and uh, we had confirmations on that blue heart crystal. About a week before uh, that was um, released here publicly, I'll wait to see when I see things in the spiritual realm that are happening. 
oftentimes what I do as a pioneer is I'll conceal them for a time. And then when there's other uh, confirmations or reports about the same thing, again, now we have a witness. It's basically a double-blind test study at that point because you haven't mentioned it. So when it comes up organically, the exact same report, there's two witnesses. And it's not biased because you didn't say something. So that um, about a week before that was released, uh, that was opened up in the heavens from Berea. And so it took about, it was about a week's time for it being released in Berea, that blue crystal heart, <laughs> uh, to be shot out through the platform. Uh, but it's, it's really, there's a, there's a transition from the red to the blue there on Gavra, which is really wonderful. And then, uh, yeah, so Hesed, when you go from Hesed to Bina, again, you do not land on the bone throne of Satan. You don't land on that. When you're conquering, you make the jump. Now, whether it's your inner man doing kind of a run and jump. you dissolve the beast in your forehead and transfigured by the renewing of your mind. It's the removing of debt in your spirit mind, soul mind, flesh mind, mm -hmm. and carnal mind. So it's really like four different minds of absolute, of Yetzirah, of Berea of Yetzirah, of uh, Asaya of Yetzirah. Mm. And so all four worlds of Yetzirah have a corresponding debt. What that looks like, let me explain it to you, is dashing the nations to pieces like pottery. That's what that, that verse is referencing directly. The removal of dat in your forehead is the removal mm -hmm. of the mark of the beast. And your whole mm -hmm. fallen Adamic nature is dissolved mm -hmm. because now there's a perfect connection into the Ein Sof of God the Father. Amen. And another way to spell da'at is D-A apostrophe A-T-H, da'ath, or death. Hmm, death. Totally. And so you'll notice a diamond and an incense altar at Hesed. Before you even attempt to make this jump, uh, this is, especially in the first world, this is the most dangerous part of the journey. And so you'll really want to make sure that you've gone up accurately. If your wings have not uh, already, you know, sprouted, your inner man has not transfigured yet into that angel-like spirit of the righteous, mm -hmm. go back down into the sun, uh, go through the school of the magi, get all the blue serpents out of false revelation, um, mainly like false love, all that kind of stuff. Even if it's irritating, just do it. Um, that's what, you know, we've had to go, go through and do that. And uh, it, it takes some, it might take some time, but it's worth it because you want this to go. You want to be in the long haul, right? Elders, you want to make the whole. The elders marathon. are getting discipled on the sapphire pavement. Amen. So I mean, you have to be a real elder, mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean old. That means mature in your spirit. Right, and so there's kind of that self-control. You want to make sure you're really accurate because, because again, this is where it starts to get more dangerous uh, if you're not being accurate. And so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're an unbeliever here, you've been faking it. Woo, you're exposed and your fall will be huge. Yeah. Yeah, this it, everything comes to light. So the diamond there on Hesed, you'll want to make sure Hesed is fully circumcised on that tree before you even attempt to make the jump. So each sphere that you're on, each rung that you're on, you want to make sure is it I'm always checking when I'm there. Alright, is it fully circumcised? Am I ready to move on? 
Because anything that's less than fully circumcised is going to become a problem and you won't be able to ascend. If there's still uncircumcision, the only possible next one you can go to is a black sapphire stone. Then you're in high levels of cosmic unrighteousness, which is extremely dangerous. That's an easy way to get yourself killed. Uh, by the grace of God, there is some room for mistakes. God always does give us some room, but it gets really tight. It gets really narrow the higher you go up. So you just learn to be accurate. And as you make the journey, those lower levels, the lessons you learn there prepare you for the higher realms. So God has already taken care of it. He's going to make sure you have exactly what you need to walk in this. So the, and the incense, that is um, an offering of purity. Uh, Hesed, the black Hesed of the enemy side, that shell that you have to deal with, it's a higher level of false love, uh, human niceness, things like that. Some of them in the levels, it's inverted. So from it might be it from one aspect and then the next world would be from the other aspect, right? So if you're too far one way or too far the other way, God's gonna deal with it. So it's never about factual information that you're memorizing. Yes, partially you'll, you'll remember these things. You'll become familiar, mm. but it's about accurately dealing with the sin in your heart, with the sin in your flesh and bone. And that's it. It's just in his light, we see light, including all false light, and it's got to go. And it, that's all it is. It's just more repentance. So that incense altar, it's an offering of purity, a greater purity from false love. And also you'll deal with the love of money. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of Jupiter, the king planet, the gold, especially if you don't think it's in you, guarantee if it's not circumcised yet, it's in the DNA. It's in the spiritual sapphire stone nutshell. Here's something along the lines that's going to really help you here to build on what she's saying. You need to understand behind the temptations of the money stuff, the lust stuff, the false love stuff, behind all of those temptations is a man. Is a man. A man who is intentionally tempting you to keep you as dogs. Mm -hmm. And they're doing it on purpose. Yep. This is not just random stuff. Sorcerers are doing it intentionally in every city, every town, every state, every county, every province, and every nation on earth for 6,000 years. And the temptations are to seize you, to keep you the lower dog race to rule over you. So if you reject the temptation, you're saying no to being a dog and yes to an inheritance as a son and daughter of Jesus Christ and you will continue to rise if you continue to resist the temptations because there are sorcerers, real men and women, behind every single temptation. That's how they steal your inheritance. That's how they steal so much from you, a lot more than you realize. And when you come up sapphire stones through refusing temptations mm -hmm. continuously and choosing Jesus Christ mm -hmm. constantly against temptations, when you do that, you begin to have the perspective of these sorcerers in these cities and nations have been doing it on purpose to enslave us as their dogs. And when you begin to see that, their judgment will come. Because according to the vision of the sapphire, sapphire stone and the rung that you stand on, legally through the obedience to these celestial commandments will be the judgment issued 
to the sorcerer class. And that's why they're doing everything to tempt you in this generation. Everything of greed. They would not have ever allowed you to have a middle class with so much offered to you if, if it wasn't filled with temptation. Understand it. This never existed and it's not because you worked hard. It's to tempt you. It's not because you human beings have done anything right in America. You need to get over yourselves. All of the opportunities in this stuff is to tempt you to be the slaves of the dogs, of the sorcerers. And that's why you see the billionaire class playing games with you. And it's really that deep. It's really that intentional. And you need to understand that. In order to take your supernal, celestial, gemstone, heavenly Jerusalem, Jesus Christ, God paid for in his blood inheritance. And the only way you fully realize it is through the constant resistance of the temptations that are spirits. It comes in the natural, but it also comes through spirits and contracts from all these realms and rungs of the counterfeit. And once they ensnare you, you go off of the ladder. You go off of the ladder. And you're ensnared there. And you're still serving the devil. That's why if you turn back at any point, Jesus Christ said, you're not worthy of me. So you get back, you repent quickly, get washed in the blood, get right back on the secret stairway, the stairway of Shekinah obedience to the celestial commandments, Genesis 1 commandments, and that stuff gets terminated. But you will face that every single square inch of your rising as a born-again spirit of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's really good. Amen, amen, There's so much pride in men that once they realize that, oh my God, there's another man behind the temptation and stirred me as a dog, you should get angry. You should get stirred up. They're doing it on purpose. Amen. Amen. And a quick note here on Gevra on the left-hand side there, that red planet represented in Mars. Uh, when you're dealing with the left side of the Sephiroth, especially with Gevra, you're going to need one of the qualities of Gever is also called restraint. Mm. Uh, it's strength, but really it's restraint in the Holy Sephirot. Whenever you're dealing kind of with the left hand side, usually the temptation, especially with Gever, it's the heart. It's a temptation to not restrain yourself, your emotions, your anger, mm. highs and lows. Because if you give in to that temptation, you're literally unleashing a portal of hell out of your heart. Um, typically upon your loved ones or your community, your coworkers, uh, anything like that. So you need to show when you feel those intense emotions, understand they're tempting you to unleash hell on your loved ones. And so just say no. That's when you're going to do keep my mouth shut ministries. Just close your mouth. You might need to tell them that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so at that point, uh, sometimes the best thing to do is just close your mouth until it passes. And just restrain. If you know that you're going to open your mouth and say something that you regret, what's that old saying? If you don't have something good to say, don't just don't say anything. Just, just close my mouth. Until the intensity of that emotion passes, and you can, with a clear conscience, speak. Mm. That's going to be wisdom for you. Because the time when the timer is off on that demonic attack, it's timed out. You've put yourself in timeout until it's timed out. <laughs> it's best just not to reply. Just 
you know, whatever you have to do, you can always use more humility. Even if someone is just manifesting on you and correcting you, a lot of times in some, some accusations, there'll be some truth in there anyway. Everyone has problems, right? Everyone has issues. So if we can just, you know, humble ourselves, and some of the women, they're finding this out, especially in their jobs, that it's much better just to receive that correction and humility, and then God will lift you up. There's a time to defend, but most of the time, if it's dealing with the issues of the heart, exercise that restraint. Don't unleash the Gavril portal of hell, because that's not going to justify you anyway, right? That's not going to be your vindication. That's trying to vindicate self and using hell to do it, and better be assured that those temptations of those demons, like Brandon said, they're tempting you to take your own vindication, but what's going to happen is they'll come back to accuse you and steal that vindication that God was going to give you on his timing, right, in his way. So in this case, it is written, mercy triumphs over judgment. Amen. There is a balance of mercy and judgment, and you can't have one without the other. If you do, you're lopsided and you'll be taken advantage of by the demons. Mm -hmm. Amen. And that mercy, that's Hesed, right? So Hesed triumphs over Gevra. That's why it's a higher rung. While well, they're side by side, yes, even when they're side by side, though the next one on the lightning path is technically a higher, uh, a higher sapphire stone. Okay, because it's inward, it's upward. So that um, jump there, when you're making the preparations for that, make sure it's fully circumcised. We talked about on the left hand side, restraint. On the right hand side, however, if it, if you're ever dealing with those sapphire stones that are on the right. Always exercise ruthless righteousness. This is not where you want to restrain. This is not where you want to go easy on them. This is where you want to just be cold, stone cold, killer, ruthless righteousness against false love, false niceness, false kindness. You know, literally rip that demon a new butthole because mm. that's what's needed. Rip that demon a new butthole ministry. <laughs> Amen. Music. To your ears. Yeah, some people rejoice in that too with us. So, but um, Ruth, so ruthless righteousness, and then on the left hand side, probably going to be more restraint because the animal and the flesh, right, our carnal brain, what we think is best, right, the way that seems good to a man but leads to death. You might think you're on the way of sapphire stones, but if you play into their hand, it's the way that leads to death. You're just opening up that hell portal of death. So you just go into a really potent delusion yeah that's why you need to be in a company yes as it's written the wisdom and the righteous of daniel 12 3 it's a company of sky and stars mm -hmm. you have to be in your company and no one is it's written also that you know you can't know your own heart we're talking about gevra so one of the things i do when i get to gevra is always assume that i'm going to be wrong about how i'm feeling about pretty much everything <laughs> And that actually tends to help. So that way, when you're hit with a strong emotion, whether it's positive or negative, mm. sketchy. Why am I so happy or excited or drunk about this or so angry about this? Is it really this? Mm. I'm dealing with Gevra. You learn the worlds, learn the Sapphire Stone, so you know what to expect. Okay, we're going to Gevra next, so what does that mean? I'm pretty soon here in the next few minutes, next few days, next week or whatever. I'm going to be tempted to go out of control with my emotion and unleash this portal, whether it's extremely positive emotion or extremely negative. But since you studied it, 
and you're familiar with it, you're expecting it, you've got a better chance, right? If this is the army, you're a soldier. If you're expecting, oh, hey, the scout says, hey, by the way, we're coming to this point. This is this territory. And likely when we do this, they're gonna, it's gonna trigger this kind of an attack. So we'll be ready. It's not that big of a deal where if you just go, la, 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 you're just walking, looking at it. And the enemy scouts out, scouts mm-hmm. out all of your rising potential weaknesses mm-hmm. and they take it progressively more seriously if you actually are rising. Yeah. So they have you studied down to the molecule. Yeah, they know all your weaknesses. They've been studying it since birth. They've got records of past sins. Mm-hmm. Ancestry.com. Yeah. And it's not even about the DNA. It's right. just about the actions and the weaknesses in order to keep you dogs. Mm-hmm. Because if you ever rise from mm-hmm. doggery into righteousness, Satan doesn't mm-hmm. have a kingdom anymore. Right, and so that's what we're trying to do. That's what essentially what's happening right now in Sapphire Stones. And uh, so, you know, that might sound, some of that might sound a little discouraging, but hey, we have a hope that does not disappoint. The Sapphire Stones do not disappoint. Like, you will be oh, an that's overcomer. Oh, worth it. Oh, yeah. Being an overcomer. Mm-hmm. And don't worry. Oh, they know all the weaknesses. Well, ha, guess ha, what? Ha. In my weakness, he is strong. You can always rely oh, on the perfection of Jesus's perfect sapphire stones. He's already completed the entire Sephiroth. That's true. So, leaning into what he's already done, the finished work of Christ, not as an out, right? Not greasy grace to use it as an excuse mm-hmm. to sin, yeah. but to use it as a weapon. I feel fire coming out of my head the right now. The whole heights of the tree of life. Hello. A weapon. Yeah, bring that sap down to wherever you're at. Yeah, a weapon <laughs> of spiritual warfare calling on the name of Jesus and you will be saved. And also another thing with that, if you don't know your weaknesses because there's still pride and blindness, or you're like, I don't know, I kind of generally think when you're in a company of soldiers like this, you can cover for each other's weaknesses. And by covering, I'm, I don't mean just, you know, act like it's not there you help each other deal with your weaknesses that's why you need to love one another what is actual brotherly love you're going to be more and more aware of each other's weaknesses instead of condemning them or attacking them or judging them or gossiping in secret oh so and so is this you're becoming a battle battle strategy oriented people you're soldiers so okay you can become you grow in trust, grow in love, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to be more vulnerable, especially I see with the men, you're going to be able to be more vulnerable with the other men, not in the sense that, oh, that's going to take a shot at my pride and whatever. Oh, yeah. False love amongst men is the grossest it's thing weird. ever. Yeah, it's just weird. It's weird. Don't do it. Basically it's... gay. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, black Islam. So. But, um, when you can be vulnerable, especially, you know, with the men, what your weaknesses are, when you know that you're in a trustworthy company of righteous men, you can use each other's strengths to cover each other's weaknesses. So it's about military strategy and not emotional-based, hormone-based, <laughs> ego-based, man versus man, better than thou, Base, I'm you know a better male of the better male species. Higher. It becomes all about sapphire stone you know. armor and sapphire mm-hmm. stone weapons, which means mm-hmm. you all become like David's champions. Yep. I mean, it's seriously the upgrades are infinite. So mm-hmm. you're just strengthening each mm-hmm. other in righteousness, holiness, mm-hmm. and wisdom. 
-hmm. True iron sharpening iron. And you're not going to be just posting people's weaknesses publicly. I'm talking about brother to brother and then sister to sister or, you know, for your spouse, cover each other's weaknesses, right? Like men. All the wicked will use any vulnerability against you. That's what they are. They're evil. Yep. (laughs) So cover each other's weaknesses as you're not going to put each other's sins on blast, but you're going to help each other to correct right in love and to cover and to strengthen through teaching and training and righteousness through the psalms of for encouragement you know the scripture and to continue to give the good report and good testimony of the promised land on sapphire stones so when you're going to make this jump again prayer sanctification purification make sure you got the love of money out for that rung make sure you look at the sapphire stone is it looking nice and crystal clear and diamond? All right, is it good to go? Is it make sure it's not just that pretty shell, right? Sometimes you'll see it as dust. Other times you'll see it as like a clear shell. So understand what you're perce- perceiving. Always get the confirmations from God before you make this. And then I will give you this advice. When you go to make this jump, let it be your leaning into the ability of Christ and not your own ability as a spirit that's going to make this much safer <laughs> and a much better experience for you. Amen. All right. And so once you cross the veil, that is now the seventh interior mansion of that world. So that seventh interior seventh interior mansion of each world is the top three Sephiroth. So each world you go through, that's the pattern. What's the pattern that you see in heaven? Make this after the pattern, mm-hmm. the outer court, right? And then you have the the inner, the holy place, the holy of holies. That pattern repeats itself in these worlds. And those are the layers and the levels of the interior mansions. Amen. Right. And you'll see the letter bet there. You'll see there's a key. When you think Bina, think palaces. There's always a hidden key in Bina that'll give you the key of wisdom to make it over to Hakma. Early on when you're making this uh, move, as soon as you land on Bina, take your spirit man about face, because right, if you're jumping from that right to the left, you'll be facing left. As soon as you land, as soon as you land, turn around, shields up. Mm-hmm. No delay, turn around, like pivot. Like, you know, in basketball, you pivot real quick. Land, turn, shields up. How? By faith. Do it. Do you, by then, you'll know what's going on on Sapphire Stones. You'll be able to perceive what you're doing with your inner man. At least to a much greater length than when you're just you know, on Malkut or in Black Malkut. Um, so pivot, shields. And then uh, when you have the revelation of understanding, and you have the revelation of wisdom, which is Hakma. And you have the revelation of Keter, which is doing the will of the Father. Your will and not my will be done. Those three gather together and become one. So as you're going up, you're taking all the rest of the sapphire stones with you. It's all becoming, you're gathering the stones. No more separation, parts of you that are not in Christ. It's all being brought into Christ. You're being engrafted into that great tree completely. Alright? Now, out of for this is for someone who's watching in the future. For you, you're watching this in the future, and this is where you're at, and this is what you're dealing with. 
but this is the key for you. The spirit told me you were going to watch this. This is the only part of any of the trees that you can do the, you know, the Jesus dash. He might have shown you already if he hasn't yet. Don't attempt this move unless he's already shown it to you in a vision. Mm. And at that tree, he's showing it to you. I call it the Jesus dash. He showed it to me one of these times. This is the only part of the tree that you can do it on is behind the veil in the seventh interior mansion of that world from Bina to Hakma to Keter. If he's not giving you the authorization, certain trees I couldn't do it in. Some I could. Now, you might be watching. I don't know how far in the future you're watching this. Uh, but it, it might be a lot more readily available, the revelations. We've probably gotten a lot higher uh, now since, you're, since you've joined us. But when you do that dash, watch how he does it, right? From, face, from the turn around about face. That dash where he goes the right foot there and the right foot hits Hakma, and then you turn and right away immediately, and the left foot you jump up to Keter. That's when all those three become like one to you. And you'll know, the Holy Spirit's been talking to you, go back through your notes, study wisdom and understanding in the book of Proverbs, study you know the masterclass which you've gone through, check your notes, and then the will of God, and it's just His will and not your will, and that's purified. You can literally go from Bina when you're ready and do that dash, Bina, Hakma, Keter, all in one one go. They've done that twice, um, twice so far. I'll let you know in the future how it's going, but I tried it on some of the ones outside of that and the spirit that, that there was some it was that was a rough time that it didn't work. And I asked the spirit about it and he said, No, don't do that on the other sapphire stones. It's only available on those because they're behind the veil. Right, when things are outside of the atmosphere of Earth, the laws of physics are different in space, right? There's something about the atmosphere behind the veil that's different than the rest of the Sephirot. Even though I don't fully comprehend or understand that, I understand that that's the only place that you can do that move. Mm. Okay, so that's for you. Good luck on your journey. Juicy. All right, hey, next one. Oh, yeah. The seven supernal shepherds. And then that's the next one. We won't do much time on here. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Aaron, Joseph, David, which corresponds to Hesed, Gevra, Tifret, Netzah, Hod, Yasad, and Malkut. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And that corresponds to seven covenants. The seven covenants being... Adam, Noah, Abraham, Moses, David, the New Covenant, and then the Eternal Covenant. Now you might say, why is that fifth covenant of David matched up with Aaron? Well, that was the splendor, which is the glory of that house of David is going to be surpassed by the splendor of the covenant to come. That's why David is on Malkut, the seventh one. The end of all wrongs, the end of all, you know, it's the end of those ages when things are going to become much That's more so eternal. Good. Amazing. So in the new covenant, so right, I didn't have time to put all this together, but I'll read those through <laughs> one more time. The seven covenants. Yeah. 
starting with one Adam and so you can these correspond with the names here so you're starting at Hesed why are we starting at Hesed because that's the first one to come through the veil Hesed is F there where Abraham is yeah and so yeah in the beginning remember Keter in the beginning God created and then he said let there be light so that's Hakma is let there be light and then let there be a firmament once that was done, mm. it all comes into the realm of creation. It says, you know, in the beginning God created those six of Hesed through Yasad, the fire rose. These are the origins of creation. And then what came out? The physical world or the world of action, Malkut, which also represents Asaya, the world of action, the natural realm. It's very important to God. So we had the first covenant there, Adam, then Noah, Abraham, Moses, David, the new covenant, and then the seventh covenant is the eternal covenant. Oh, it's the tabernacle of David for the millennial reign of Christ and yeah. that seventh covenant. Yeah. Cool, I can see it. So the sixth the sixth covenant was the new covenant. That was the G Jesus came to bring the new covenant. That was the church age. Mm -hmm. The eternal covenant of David, the least of these will be like David. That's the kingdom age, which is coming now. This is happening now. That is mm -hmm. the house of David, the glory of the, that, the latter house of David, that kingship. It's Malkut. That's kingship. Hmm. For Abraham has said, loving kindness, Isaac, strength, Gavra, restraint, Jacob, beauty, harmony, truth. Right? There's a lot of truth in the sun. Tell the truth to get into the sun. Learn the truth in the sun. It is written. Tiferet. Moses. You might say, oh, didn't Moses, you know, shine like the sun? There was an aspect of victory and endurance. That light of the morning star rising in the reflection of Moses' face. But yes, Netza is the one represented in Moses. Even though he's shown like the sun, that sapphire stone was for him for his time. Some of you, that'll make sense. That'll make sense later as you continue in your studies. Aaron, Hod, Splendor. Like Moses and Aaron. Joseph, Yasad, foundation, purity and righteousness, right? Purity and righteousness. What does that tell us? If the sixth supernal shepherd is Joseph, whose foundation is purity and righteousness, that is the foundation you have to have to walk into the kingdom age of David, Malkut, kingship, right? You can't walk into the kingdom age without the two keys of the foundation of Joseph, which is purity and righteousness. So once you have those keys, then your earthen vessel stands on the moon and you walk into the kingdom of holiness. That's the kingdom age. The foundation of his throne, purity and righteousness, righteousness and justice. So purity and righteousness to get to the foundation and the top of the foundation, the foundation of his throne, well, what's the world of the throne? The world of the throne is Berea, which is represented in Bina, Saturn. Mm. And what's the foundation for his throne of that realm? 
Hesed and Gevra. Justice and righteousness. Gevra being justice and Hesed representing righteousness. So righteousness and justice, they're balanced through Tiferet. Son of righteousness. So that perfect balance of those two, Hesed and Gevra, are the foundation for the world of his throne, Berea, and so Yetzira of the Pharaohs of the Six, the very top of it is represented in Hesed and Gevra. So the top of Yetzira forms the base of the foundation of the world of the throne, the world that is to come. Mm. Amen. Amen. Ten weeks. And we don't have time to get into this today, but ten weeks, ten commandments. If you take the ten, if you take the ten commandments and these ten sephirot that we looked at tonight and then you go and read the book of first enoch if you search for week or weeks you'll find the ten weeks that has all the judgments until the end of time and i've got to share this nugget with you at the end because it's too precious not to share we had a glorious time last night. I, after the bar, I taught a little bit. I, I don't know if anyone was probably here last night, but I taught. Was anyone here last night? Raise your hand. No? One? Brian was. Yeah. Randall was. Right we were here. here. I, was right I taught a little bit after the bar on the weeks of the judgments of Enoch. Because he's seen the whole, the whole thing, the whole picture. No one has seen hmm. how Enoch has seen the entire picture. And one of those downloads that we were talking about last night was the seventh day, the seventh week, where in the seventh day, we're all in kingdom age, Enoch said, and that corresponds to the seventh week, it's a perverse generation. And so what has to happen, let's look at the New World Sapphire's chart real quick. Because somebody needs to see this tonight. This corresponds with those seven days. Holy. Because what was all of creation? He created the whole creation in what? Seven days, right? Seven days. Those first three, the breath of his mouth, the yod, the dot which represents the word of God, the God sperm seed genetics of the word of God, Jesus Christ. And then Bina, the womb, the mother, the palaces, then when it crossed over through that veil into manifest creation, there were seven days. Seven days mm. from his said all the way down through Malchi, all the way through The mystery Shekinah. of the seven days of creation. So that seventh day, represented in the seventh week, mm. Asiah, the first week. Asiah of Yetzirah, second week. Yetzira of Yetzira, third week. Berea of Yetzira, fourth week. Absolute of Yetzira, fifth week. Berea, sixth week. Absolute, seventh week, or seventh supernal day, seventh celestial day. Mm, well. So when Jesus Christ came around, that's good. So when and so when Jesus Christ came around and the demons started freaking out, did you come to judge us before the appointed time? Why were they freaking out about that? Because <laughs> It wasn't naturally the time on the calendar, right? The, the stars, the sun, the moon. 
it wasn't time the yet. Was coming down, but he was walking. He was in walking in it. He was walking in <laughs> the fullness of time. Amen. In the sapphire stones, he passed those tests of the high place with Satan. He went onto the mountain to pray with God. He learned the ascension within. He had the Holy Spirit baptism, As and he it's written, realized Jesus grew in wisdom. Yep. So Which growing is in wisdom is is rising up into great wisdom in the Sephirot. Amen. And so we were talking about this last night, and this is something I've had it in my diary, but just hasn't been time. It has not been time, but it's time now to talk about these things. And it's just, it's so rich. I know people probably have things to do, but I don't know what else we have to do. Grow in favor. Than to grow in, yeah, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ on sapphire stones. When you read that section, if you, the 10 weeks, understand it, it's talking about the sapphire stones. So essentially this, why did they freak out about Jesus? He was walking in the day of their judgment. So time is on the earth. So the kingdom age is coming forth in part because we're in the seventh day now. Naturally, like the earth and the sun and the revolution of the planets and the stars. We're in that day naturally. But why did it work for Enoch to go ahead? He was walking in a higher day, in a higher age back then. It's possible at any time. This way has always been available but few there are who find it. Mm. So when you go up the sapphire stones, <laughs> you're walking in that age. What the, the height? wisdom of the ages. Yeah. And so even though we started the lowest, because we're buried in the most dust, yep, we the rise seventh, the highest. Right, because it's the perverse generation. Mm. And they made it this perverse on purpose. So we're the greatest overcomers who ever lived. <laughs> to put it humbly, humbly. Moses and he's to writing to put it humbly write that in the comments that was the most humblest thing Moses ever said truth or not <laughs> and uh, we've talked about in Torah studies the most important thing <laughs> the most important thing that's written in the Torah is mentioned how many times Once. zero well yeah well, you already know this the secret answer. I was gonna. That's fine. That's the secret answer after the answer. What's the most important written? thing that's written is a thing that's only mentioned once. The most important thing is what's not written the but implied. The secret meaning behind the one exactly. thing written, yeah. which is mainly the palaquin of Solomon in the second heavens. Right. And brother Jake last night, or today he saw it last night. What I was talking to God about in secret. I what I taught was on these things. But what I was conversing with God in secret, Jay, uh, Brother Jake Vossler messaged me today. He went into the vision of it. He was, so he was shown the most important thing that was not mentioned. Mm. And so as we're practicing being Zadik, it's important that you learn what is the concealed part mm. to be revealed at a later time. What is the most important thing that you mentioned briefly? And what is the teaching, the part that you expound on? So as you begin to study, if you go back and watch mm. the masterclass, I talked about many things that were concealed or mentioned brief, briefly once, and those are actually the most important things. <laughs> That's for people who are like, you're like serious rabbi mode. You're like, I'm going all out. Um, you're gonna, it's, it's, it's really fun. It's not, oh, you're just making it so hard. Because when the Holy Ghost highlights it to you, you'll know, you'll, you'll pick up on it. The Holy Spirit only raises up rabbis. Right. He's the same yesterday, today, <laughs> and forever. He didn't raise up this Christianity. 
He's trying to demolish it. Heaven waits the bread, chapter one. He's gonna demolish it. Goats head battering ram ministries. He's gonna raise up just what he is. And he is very little of what you think is God in Christianity. And that's the truth anyhow. Amen. Do you remember that Ruth, that pink background on the birthday cake night? Uh, the pink he Ruth Heflin one that came up and you said, oh, this new Ruth Heflin video. Mm -hmm. And it had like the birthday cake looking pink background. And I was playing it on it's my phone when I showed you the 818. So it became 818 on my phone. And I showed it to him and it was playing. He's like, how is that playing? And it only uploaded an hour ago. I'm like, right. I, just, yeah. I clicked Didn't on make it. Any sense. And so then he shows it to me. I'm like, oh yeah, that's the one that I was playing. And then, <laughs> so Brother Jake. She's playing it at Joel's bar. We've been preaching for two hours. She has a video playing that was uploaded an hour ago. Like, what is going on? Yeah, just prophetics, you know? <laughs> things have to happen. There's certain things that just have to happen. They don't make sense, but they have to happen. I love it. Signs it's wonderful. Wonders. Signs that make you wonder. So, Brother Jake sent me this video, and he sent this to me. Uh, let's see. Was I don't even know what day or hour this. I'm, I don't know what this is. So, I'm not going to try to ascertain time right now. But uh, last night, I was here teaching, and I didn't mention these things. But he saw this. Uh, he said that Ruth Heflin in this video, so he went and watched that video, which was the same one that Brandon showed me, which was the same one that I had playing at the end of the bar. Wow. Uh, he said, uh, in the video, Ruth Heflin welcomed Sister Rebecca. Wow. <laughs> mm. Isn't that special? Ruth Heflin was the previous genera generation's Sadiq. She was the righteous one of her generation. Truth in her. Yeah. And so last, so Brother Jake is watching this video and he's getting whacked. She's welcoming Sister Rebecca and he's just like, oh my gosh, this is, you know. Last night, so last night, Joel's bar teaching. So after the bar, I was teaching on the eighth day, the judgments, right, the eighth and, and so on and so forth further than that. The judgments being released. And Jake said that he saw, he said, I saw a hiding flaming eight in the sky. <laughs> As you said it, then it flew down in the cleft in the side of the rock. And the name of this sermon is the cleft of the rock. I saw a hiding flaming eight in the sky. As you said it, then it flew down into the cleft in the side of the rock in this giant grand canyon looking valley. And as the eight flew onto the cleft, a dove flew out, and this giant tidal wave of glory started flowing through the valley like the fullness of judgment coming forth. It was so powerful, just had to share. And I was encouraged because I had to explain to him, that's exactly what I was talking to God about. We had the external teaching, and then we had the concealed part so even as I was discussing these things with God and God was speaking to me, Brother Jake saw it in the vision and God gave it to him as a witness, sovereignly a witness, even though I hadn't mentioned any of these things to anyone. And that's the concealed matter. Amen. The wave. Amen. So it'll make a lot more sense if you go. I think that'll be good homework for tonight. Read that section about the weeks. Mm. In the book of week, and this is I'm gonna we're gonna make this optional. First Enoch, yeah, 
optional homework. The and, ten uh, weeks of First Enoch. Amen. Amen. And the color of the background is really important of that sermon. It's really important because it's... It was pink, right? Yeah. <laughs> it has to do with the higher weeks coming forth hmm. and the realms that have been concealed. Hmm. And it's just, it, it's wonderful. It's deep. It's prophetic. And if you've been following my post closely for the last uh, couple of years, you'll understand there are two waves. You know, some people are real prophetic and they write things down and they're like, they're watching to see, you know, what's going to happen. For those of you who are kind of like the journalists of the glory, you know, you're watching. The first wave is never-ending revival. The second wave is the final judgment. And that's the... Uh, the old heavens and earth being rolled up like a scroll. Mm. And that's the final judgment on the fallen angels. And you'll see that tonight in your homework. Book one of Enoch. Look where it talks about the ten weeks. And just go through there and be blessed. Well, pink background too is perfect purity. Perfect purity. Tonight the word is so rich, you guys. This was the greatest righteousness I've experienced coming forth in my lifetime tonight. In drunken glory, I feel like tonight too. We are so drunk yeah, and high really tonight. high rums. And Pure so I want to honor the word, and we're not going to take up an offering for the widows tonight. We're taking up an offering for this word, to value righteousness. Because one of the things I've noticed is Americans can give to charity and needs, and that's wonderful. And some of that's commendable and some of it's not dead work. Some of it's righteous acts of the saints, if it's for God the Father. But I've found a lot of Americans still don't know how to honor the Word of God. The Word of God is greater than the widow. The Word of God is greater than the orphan. The Word of God is greater than your family. The Word of God is greater than you. The Word of God is greater than anything you can imagine. The Word is Yadevave. God himself. And so the offering tonight is for the word. In Jesus' name, may all of you honor the word greatly. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow. some other doors some more glorious doors <laughs> some doors that you've never considered before for I know the thoughts that I think toward you thoughts of good and not of evil to bring you unto my expected end and you'll go from glory to glory, you'll go from glory to glory. We'll go, oh, we'll go from glory to glory. We'll go in the will of the Lord. Yes, we'll go from glory to glory. We'll go from glory to glory. 
just lift up your voices. Sing in the Spirit. Sing in the
days have known some bitterness taste of the milk and honey amen get rid of all the bitter memories let all of the bitterness leave eat of the milk and the honey There's somebody here tonight that's got a problem with their throat, but just now, Jesus is healing it. Receive it in the name of the Lord. There's somebody else has a problem with the right shoulder. Right now, receive it. <laughs> receive your healing in the name of the Lord. 
somebody's got a pain in that uh, right forearm just above your above the wrist area receive your healing receive your healing in the name of the Lord whatever your need is receive it hallelujah you don't need to be imploring you need to be receiving receive receive the milk and honey from the hand of the Lord those that want to linger feel free to <laughs> he had to start all over again because there